Attention Inland Empire. Maybe you've heard of the terms float tank, sensory deprivation, or float therapy, but we have a question for you. How much do you really know about it? For example, did you know that floating takes all the weight off your body with over a thousand pounds of Epsom salt? In fact, the zero gravity environment provides incredible relief to achy joints and tense muscles. And not to mention, thousands of people have gotten relief from arthritis, fibromyalgia, tendonitis, inflammation, and chronic neck, back, and shoulder pain. The solution is heated to skin temperature so that after a few minutes you actually feel like you're floating in midair. Now you are in control of your complete experience and you can feel free to float with the door open and the lights and music on, but if you turn them off, it creates an environment where you don't see, hear, or feel anything. It's the experience of nothing. Now you can only imagine why so many people use the float tank to achieve deeper levels of meditation, enhance creativity, better sleep, and stress relief because it allows the brain to slow down into deep alpha and theta states to ensure you achieve complete relaxation at float state. Relax, heal, unwind. I was somewhat discouraged because there seemed to be a large majority of white people in the AA fellowship. I had so many old ideas about race, I thought that recovery was only for white people. But I kept coming anyway, because there's a little defiance in me still. And I would not accept that this miracle was racist. So I stayed. And like everything else, my perception began to change. I started to see that just about everybody thinks that their problem is just a little bit different than everybody else's. The longer I stayed with AA, the more I realized that we're all in this together. Visit aa.org for more information and download the Meeting Guide app to find a meeting near you. Eat, drink, and be merry. I'm Carl. I'm an alcoholic, and my sobriety is August 22nd, 2014. I'm Chelsea. I'm an alcoholic, and my sobriety date is February 19th, 2015. This is Sober Pod. Sober Pod is the podcast about recovery that doesn't sound like a podcast about recovery. We are not experts or professionals, just a varying number of deeply flawed individuals with good intentions. If you would like to hear about the 12 steps, check out season two of 2019 for the years long coverage of 50 plus shows. And it goes without saying, we do not speak for any recovery groups or organizations. And as always, we encourage you to listen in moderation. Moderation keeps me waiting. How you doing, Chelsea? You know, we're recording in the morning, and there's a much different vibe going on here. <laughs> and then also we we're using sunlight vibes. Yeah, we're we're using a different um, uh, recording situation too, so it's it's kind of weird too. It's like a little little stranger. Don't you don't you agree? Yeah, it's. I mean, change is always. No one likes change, but we'll see. Maybe this is a wonderful wonderful change. You, Maybe you our never audio know. quality will be better. You you just never know. So um so it's always nice to try different things. Uh my whole family's kind of a little bit uh 
uh, you know, regimented in that way. So we're, we all really do not like our change. Like we'll even eat the same meals over and over and over again. Like, you know, my daughter, myself, you know, it's like, we'll just like, I've literally like, I've had like the same diet for like, you know, I go in stages, you know, I even like wear the same clothes. Like I love wearing the same clothes like <laughs> so much, you know, I used to have a uniform. I used to wear like this white button up shirt and jeans, hat, etc. And, um, and to the point where I, you know, when I was drinking, I would, um, so I bought five pairs of the same pants and five pairs of the same shirts. And I would go to out to the bar. People would ask me like why I had to wear that uniform. <laughs> <laughs> they asked me where I worked. So yeah, I definitely understand the change thing. I'm the same too, though. Like, like we go or we order food a lot like more than I would like to say but I get the same things and I go to the same restaurants it drives my husband crazy because he yeah uh formerly was a chef and so he's always like what's new like I'll get the special and I'm oh, like was it try whatever yeah yeah <laughs> let's try a new restaurant I was like but why we don't need to I have lots of restaurants I already like <laughs> yeah it's and then the, so do you do the thing like when you go to a new restaurant and like so you you look for the one thing that you know that you would probably like so mine's mm -hmm. usually like a, a chicken fettuccine or something right and uh and i'll go there and then i'll order that and then i'll never order anything different just always just <laughs> i just tried the one thing and then when i go back there i'll have the same thing because they just do not want to try anything different. Do you do that? Mm -hmm. I do, but also, yeah, like, I weird. feel like I have more of an excuse because I am vegetarian. And so I, you know, sometimes the options are a little more limited. Um, So I'm just like, I ate this. It was delicious. I don't need to try anything else. <laughs> so, uh, so that's your excuse. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> all right all right so um so okay what what are we doing here chelsea uh first of all uh i, I want to say please you know like subscribe follow um uh connect uh what else can we say uh give us a thumbs up uh give us a star give us some give us some five happy star meals uh, I, I don't know what else do you say <laughs> what else do you say to get people to like subscribe and like, share. Oh yeah, comment, review. There are all these other things. Yeah, like, yeah. The, the yeah. before I got that going. Since I joined the show, that I don't even know when that was. Probably a year ago. Um, I don't well, know. Oh my gosh, had a review. it's almost like an anniversary episode. <laughs> oh, I know, Honestly, like back I in uh, twenty one. Yeah, I don't know when I yeah. started coming on like regularly, but um, I don't know. Either we don't read reviews or we just haven't had one in a really long time. Yeah, you know, I, I, I would love to like just sit down and read reviews, you know, but um, and actually I, I do read all the reviews because I really enjoy um, honestly like the the direct feedback. I, I like, you know, I haven't the one thing, the one comment that I got like a while ago, which and early on was my cussing. You know, which is like my cussing was a little bit too much for some people, and they um they actually they they quoted that in the review, so it was like one of the negative things, and they mm -hmm. quoted it in the review, and Apple removed it 
because it said the word like bullshit in there. <laughs> so, so the and it wasn't even up to us to remove it. I wish you, you know. So I think it's kind of funny. Um, but uh, but yeah, I love reading the reviews. I love the feedback. I love the positive and negative feedback. Uh, it definitely um, is something that uh, I respond to because I think that you know somebody took the time to do that. They felt passionate about it. So if they must have, then other people must have you know, that, that kind of a thing. So I, I definitely take mm-hmm. it seriously when I look at it. So, um, even though it's free, we still like to provide quality, quality. That's all there is mm-hmm. to it. Um, yep. so, you know, tomorrow is, tomorrow is a, a freedom day in the United States, you know, America, um, fuck yeah. <laughs> America, fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gonna save the motherfucking day. Yeah. <laughs> America. All right, yeah. I so, just like uh, go around on every Independence Day and <laughs> sing that. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I well, I'm I'm gonna be home protecting my my uh, my what what is it when you have a bunch of dogs again? It's a pack. I'm gonna You're be home protecting my my pack. Yeah, um, because you know they just I mean yeah, I'll probably just get the music playing because there's always like. You know the uh, the occasional firework. The you know we're in Southern mm-hmm. California, so you know we get a lot of uh, illegal fireworks as well. So it's it's definitely mm-hmm. uh, it's fun times. You know, and my dog's really cute. <laughs> what about you? you know, what do you do in the in the Utah? In the Utah, well, where I live now is really close to the like east. Um, bench like where the mountains are and so fireworks Mm. like in my area are banned does that stop people no but um you know after a certain like east you're not allowed to light off fireworks because they don't want you to start a wildfire um sure but with that being said like being up higher we have kind of a view of like the whole valley so last year we got on our roof and just watched fireworks all across the valley. So it was oh, pretty yeah. cool. Oh yeah, you're up on the hill, huh? You're up on the like mm-hmm. a little valley. Oh, you could just watch mm-hmm. over a valley. You have a really nice view. Yeah. All right. Well, so happy Freedom Day to all of you who are out there. And if you're Jones in and if you're sitting there thinking, you know, oh, like I really wish I could drink right now. Uh, I mean, go drink. Nobody's stopping you. So <laughs> go have fun with that. I mean, you're going to regret it. I mean, you're going to like, you know, uh, you know, eventually anyway. So, yeah, you know, I, I think that's the thing is like, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say like, you know, um, don't drink like, oh, yeah. But you know what? The fact is, this is like if that's what your mindset is, then I think that you really need to, you know, examine why you're why you're uh, uh, why you're not drinking. Uh, you know, on, on your on your Fourth of July, you know, or, you know those kinds of things. Go back to the uh, the reason why you wanted to stop in the first place. So, um, mm-hmm. is that bad advice, Chelsea, or is that too too rude? Um, I mean, I <clears throat> I just feel like, you know, it's reality, and so sometimes people just need that that um, that reality handed to them. But at the same time, like. I I think like you know it's important for people to know that it is possible to get through holidays sober and mm-hmm. holidays have always been difficult for me because um that's when I would feel like it was more acceptable to get wasted 
And, um, you know, so just what I would do is remove myself from those like situations and environments where I would normally drink. Um, and so if you're really committed to not drinking, you know, maybe you stay home. That's totally okay. Mm. Um, yeah, no, or, you know, I, 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 I would call my sponsor actually, that's kind of actually one of the next sections coming up in our living sober series is like a phone therapy. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I would literally be, uh, you know, in somebody's driveway talking to my sponsor who is probably like at a nice, you know, um, party with a bunch of other sober people. And then, there, you know, there I was, you know, out, out in the, you know, some relative's house, which I probably shouldn't have gone to anyway, um, because I feel like, you know, fucking drinking because everybody else is, you know, that kind of a thing. So. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so I, I changed my behavior and attitude about holidays as well. Like you, you said, like that time to do something different. Like it just wasn't working. So I get it. Well, I mean, they're going to come every year. So <laughs> I know, right? Like they, <laughs> they just keep coming. They keep coming. It's funny. Like I was celebrated all the firsts in my sobriety of that first year, like mm-hmm. my first birthday sober, first Christmas, first thanksgiving again first fourth of july um and i think i was really lucky by those things by summer because i I already had because i got sober in august of course so then i had like this whole like you know almost a year before summer really started to hit again so like you know when everybody's having the parties and doing whatever Mm -hmm. and you know having the summer you know memorials and labor days and all the other stuff so i had had some really some time behind me which i think was nice so so I, I yeah. celebrated very differently. All right. So uh, the oh, the other thing is um, we have um, I want to I want to give some t- like two shout outs to our uh, Silver Pod Live peoples. Uh, we got Nikki doing our daily uh, quotes. So I want to. That's so awesome. Just the fact mm-hmm. that like I love seeing that stuff up there every day and being able to respond to it. And it's kind of now part of my my morning view i don't know about you chelsea but i've been like yeah. oh there it is i mean it's nice so it was a nice one today as well and then um and then phil uh harding of h5 wellness he is uh he's still doing all the um i haven't really talked about it like recently since i came back from vacation too and i feel really bad so um he's still doing all of his uh his uh basic training in terms of his exercise and if you are you know into that i mean if we're talking about like you know living sober and getting into exercise and doing all the things that we've been talking about um you know uh phil is on silver pod live doing that stuff and he sets up um uh, and he's been doing it like uh you know like on a friday you know because of this weekend he i think he did it yesterday uh or what day is today sunday i think he did it yeah <laughs> friday uh because of the weekend but um uh, he's still doing uh, setting up the events, so look for those events on SilverPod Live, uh, so you can join the event and participate. And it's just, I think it's like twenty minutes to a half hour of him, like kind of, you know. And he will teach you. He'll ask you, like he'll say, like, "Hey, like, what level are you at?" or whatever it is, and then you get into it. And it's, I mean, it's super cool. So um, I haven't been doing it just as of late because of all the other stuff that's been going on in my life. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's been pretty awesome. So Chelsea, do you have any, um, do you have any, I don't know, business to take care of? Do you have any other, any congrats, um, shout out? 
Um, I don't know if like anyone on here follows me on Twitter, but I happened to log into Twitter and for the first time in like months and, um, someone had sent me a message like worried about me, like worried I had, I had like relapsed or something. And, um, I was like, no, 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 no. Like I'm great. I'm, you know, I'm in nursing school. I don't have a life. So (laughs) I haven't been on social Mm. media. So I just, you know, I thought that was sweet that like someone reached out and said, Hey, like, you know, when I found you, I, I was listening to sober pod, yada, yada, yada. And I'm just checking in to make sure you're okay. So that was really, that was cool to see like people care. And, um, by the way, if you are on Twitter, um, although I'm not on there as much as I used to be, you can find me at sip and sync. And you could find Silverpod at Silverpod. That is I true. Mean, that's that's pretty easy to remember as well. <laughs> so, uh, so we were doing when when last we left our dynamic duo, we were doing Living Sober, and we had finished um, changing old routines. Ha ha! We just like talked about routines again. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so <laughs> so. Uh, talking about new routines, I guess, is the other thing. So in this one, it's number nine. It's eating or drinking something usually sweet. Um, so I guess you know this is going to be some fun conversation. Um, and so uh, it's pretty short. So we're just gonna uh, we're gonna play that and cover it, and then we're gonna talk about it, and then we're gonna do the Watusi, and then uh, I'm gonna edit this and uh, <laughs> and post it. So hopefully this will reach you for your Fourth of July. Uh, in the United States, anyway. Um, anything else to offer, Chelsea? Or are we just gonna s- start hitting it? Let's hit it. Hit it! <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! I wish I had a soundboard. All right, here it is. Nine. Eating or drinking something, usually sweet. Can you imagine drinking a bourbon and soda right after a chocolate malted? or a beer on top of a piece of cake with icing? If you're not too ill to keep listening, you will agree that they don't sound exactly made for each other. In one way, that is what this portion of our experience is about. Many of us have learned that something sweet-tasting, or almost any nourishing food or snack, seems to dampen a bit the desire for a drink. So, from time to time, we remind each other never to get too hungry. Maybe it's just imagination, but the yen for a shot does seem to be sharper when the stomach is empty. Mm. At least, it's more noticeable. This booklet is based on our own personal experience, rather than on scientific reports, so we cannot explain precisely in technical terms why this should be so. We can only pass on the word that thousands of us, even many who said they had never liked sweets, have found that eating or drinking something sweet allays the urge to drink. Since we are neither physicians nor nutrition experts, we cannot recommend that everybody carry a chocolate bar and nibble on it whenever the thought of a drink arises. Not in this heat. Many of us do, (laughs) but others have sound health reasons for avoiding sweets. However, fresh fruit and dietetic substitutes for sweet food and drink are available, and so the idea of using a sweet taste is practical for anyone. Some of us think it is more than the taste that helps quell the impulse toward alcohol. It may also be, in part, just substituting a new set of physical actions, getting a soft drink 
a glass of milk or fruit juice and some cookies or some ice cream, then drinking or chewing and swallowing. Certainly, many alcoholics, when they first stop drinking, discover they are much more undernourished than they had suspected, a condition that is encountered in all economic brackets. For that reason, many of us are advised by our doctors to take vitamin supplements to treat deficiencies associated with alcoholism, repair damage, and avoid other consequences. So perhaps many of us simply need more nourishment than we realize, and any good food in the stomach really makes us feel better physiologically. A hamburger, honey, raw vegetables, roasted nuts, cheese, yogurt, sliced fruit, a mint, anything you like that is good for you can do the trick. Newly sober alcoholics, when it is suggested they eat instead of drink, frequently wonder, what about getting too fat? We can point out that we see this occur only rarely. Many of us lose unnecessary fat when we start taking in wholesome food instead of the sheer calories of ethyl alcohol, and others have gained needed pounds. That's me. To be sure, <laughs> a few ice cream or candy addicts do find in their first sober months a bulge or roll developing here and there in the usual wrong places. But that seems a small price to pay for release from active alcoholism. My lovely man hump. <laughs> Better to be chubby or pleasingly plump than drunk, right? Did you ever hear of anyone being arrested for fat driving? Anyhow, oh, with a little that. patience and sound judgment, the weight situation usually straightens itself out, our experience proves. If it does not, or if you have a chronic, serious obesity or underweight problem, you probably should consult a medical expert who not only knows weight problems, but also understands alcoholism. We never find any conflict between AA experience and sound medical advice given by a physician sophisticated about alcoholism. So the next time the temptation to drink arises, let's eat a little or sip something gooey. At least that puts off the drink for an hour or two, so we can take another step toward recovery. Maybe the one suggested in the next section. I'm going to eat something gooey. <laughs> she said drink, I think. Drink something gooey. Did she say, uh, no, uh, sip something gooey. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not that that makes it better, but. <laughs> yeah. Makes it even worse. She's going to. You know, I love how uh, non-PC that this thing was. Is like, you know, did you ever hear of anyone being arrested for driving fat or whatever for <laughs> fat driving? I just, you know, it's like, you know, if, if this was written today, like it would, it would not have the word fat in there. Mm -hmm. So I just think that that's, I think it's kind of awesome. You know, I mean, sometimes I think we get like a little too PC in the, in the, outer realms that's kind of why i like it a little bit because it's just fucking raw and it's just straight to the point you know there's no bullshit behind it sometimes so i love that um you know not that i'm gonna run around and call people fat or anything but i think it was just an exaggeration in the in the in the story that probably didn't need to be there <laughs> <laughs> so so i chelsea what do you think about this uh eating and drinking in in uh, something usually sweet. Well, I was talking to my mom yesterday and I just mentioned something. I was like, you know, I tell people who are like getting sober, 
or in their early recovery, you know, focus on the thing that's going to kill you first. And Mm. that's probably like for me, that was alcohol. I said, you know, say you've got someone who really has a problem with cocaine, but they also smoke weed. Should they probably stop both? Yes. But which one's going to kill them? Probably cocaine. Mm. Um, and so if, if you, which one's going to kill you first, really? Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, and so with, well, I don't know. Um, I don't think sugar is going to kill you first. I think it will kill you slowly. <laughs> um, and so, you know, that's, that's kind of something you can reel in, um, much more easily than you can alcohol or, heroin or whatever you're dealing with. Um, another thing is at my clinic, we, with COVID, we stopped doing it, but we would always have these like dumb, dumb suckers because that would just like help chill people out. Like there is some science to, um, what sugar does because, you know, it, it rewards the, the mind. Like it's, uh, pleasurable to have something sweet. And so, we just always have dum-dums and um, people were less anxious, less like Jones in for a cigarette, like you name mm-hmm. it. So mm-hmm. um, you can always tell like the people who were, um, you know, either like just barely getting sober and the people who had been there a while because the people who had just started would grab like five suckers and just like immediately put one in their mouth and like like keep (laughs) keep them in their pocket and and it's like you know what that's what they're there for so i don't know what do you uh, what do you think well my my i think i don't know i don't know if i this was like a reddit tip you know to eat chocolate to have sweets to have hard candies to um you know sodas uh you know uh, and Honestly, like I, I became, so I, uh, and I'm going to give, give away something. I was one of the thin drinkers. Like when I drank vodka or I drank uh, rum, um, it was, I, I, because I didn't eat really. Like I did, I drank my dinners mainly and, mm-hmm. um, and I had like a large lunch is really what, and even my large lunches would be like, you know, Subway sandwich or something, but you know, like a foot long and something else, <laughs> you know, and, uh, so, um, so I, I weighed probably like 135, 145 throughout my like Damn. drinking career. And I know, I know it's, it's like big, but I, it, I was, I, I was literally the opposite of like, you know, some people when they drink, they, they get heavier. I literally got lighter. It was the weirdest mm. thing. So I, I, high metabolism, drinking a lot. I burned through those calories pretty quickly and you know, and that was it. But. Then what happened was is I got sober and I like started eating three meals a day and I started like eating the candy and the um and the ice cream and the chocolate and the I mean you name it I was just like I just I could not get enough and then um and then I went up to so my entire life so think about it I'm like forty two years old I'm still weighing like one forty five um and then uh. And then by the time I went into the hospital at uh and in, in 2020, uh I gone up to 172 was like my my and and that should be a that's a solid weight. Actually, I have a picture. I don't even look 
I look like like I'm all full, you know, <laughs> my face is all filled <laughs> out and everything. Yeah, so uh, but I got a pooch, you know what I mean? Like I got seriously like a pooch and I'm starting to get it back right now. So I could kind of feel it hanging over my my shorts line, you know, so um, <laughs> so and that's what they talk about, that that role or whatever. And, you know, what? I got to be OK with that shit. You know, I just I just kind of go, you know what? I am fucking absolutely fine with that in terms of what would I rather be like passed out fucking drunk or, you know, gaining those roles, you know. So but I I feel like, you know, I was drinking a, a whatever they are, like half gallon ice cream things you know is that i don't know they're about yay big pint mm-hmm. pint pint of ice cream i so i would eat i was eating a pint of ice cream a night um i stopped doing that which i think is a good reason why the weight stayed off and why my gird isn't as bad <laughs> <laughs> so you know but um but i think that you're right i think that uh you're absolutely 100 percent right is is um you know uh is that it's a uh, um you know, you want to put out the, the fire, you know, in the house first, you know, it's like, you know, you, you can't, um, you can't start, you know, working on the, the, you know, the, the trim or the siding of the house while, you know, the living room is still on fire, <laughs> you know, it's like, yes. so, Very true. so put up, put out the main fires first. Um, and you know, for me in this last time it was the alcohol, um, you know, also on top of that too, is a little bit as to think about behaviors, you know, um, I had some, I had some, you know, uh, uh, I guess, uh, if you talk about what kills you, some of my, my behaviors were gonna, my, my raging, my, my angers, my, you know, shit like that. Um, so it was going to kill ha- you or you were going to kill. Yeah, I said, probably, probably <laughs> both. So, so I, I think that, uh, you know, when I was driving, you talk about dum-dums and you talk about those types of things. Driving was a big trigger for me so i started like with candy in the car and like i had you know what i mean like i did all that stuff in the car almost naturally because i was just i wanted to make sure i was grabbing something so i had a you know a a nice you know mug of something and then i had some candy to kind of get me through the drive so uh so that changed my behavior a little bit as well so just using that i think to do that um and as a you know it was natural as an alcoholic addict that you know i did that shit but I don't do it anymore. And that's the other thing. So I used to like like vaping, for instance. I would use vaping. Like I literally, when I first got sober, like I would vape so goddamn hard I'd get sick because I didn't know when to stop. Like a cigarette, mm-hmm. you know, it has, mm-hmm. you know, certain amount of milligrams in a cigarette and only lasts for five to seven minutes or whatever. And then uh but a vape, I mean, just you just keep filling it, man. <laughs> you just <laughs> keep sucking it down. And I remember just getting nauseous because I was just mm-hmm. sucking it so much of it down at the highest milligrams I could. And um and that worked for a while too. That was a solution for a while. Mm-hmm. So uh you know, I that's just kind of I don't know, part and parcel. It's like, you know, you what do they say? Don't try and quit too many things at once. Don't get too mm-hmm. healthy too quick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then and then the other one is like never get too hungry. That kind of goes back to halts, you know, mm-hmm. that they talked about. The so. hungry, what angry, about you? lonely, tired. Yeah. What or have you? Um. What was your big picks? I know we talk about water for you, like what having water in your hand. Did you try the soda, the soda streams? Did you try different sodas and all that shit? Because I did that too. I I got really into um, lemonade. Like, oh, um, we would make like 
it was pretty cool because like, you know, summer comes, you want something sweet, something to cool you off. And usually that would be like a beer or um, Mm -hmm. something like that. Rum and Coke, vodka, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All of those things, you know? All of those things, yeah. (laughs) But um, I started buying like these uh, lemonades and then we would get really creative. Uh, My boyfriend, now husband, and we started putting like... um, like all these different like fruits and berries and stuff in the lemonade and oh it was so good um mm. and so that was kind of like my little sweet treat um i never had a sweet tooth until i got sober it's the strangest thing i was always like a savory salty person and i mm-hmm. i still am but oh my god i i felt like i was going to die if i didn't have something sweet whether that was like one of one of those like little dove um chocolate squares or mm-hmm. um gummy bears or oh God, you we're triggering people bears. right now. We're just triggering I people. Know, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know what? You know what? It's not gonna kill me to and it's not gonna put me under the influence to have a sugar rush. Yeah. It's very different. And so um you know, everything in moderation, but I feel like moderation's really hard, especially when you first get sober. And mm-hmm. so, you know, don't beat yourself up if you need to have like something sweet, like every five minutes, you know, um, that will pass, that will get better. And, um, you'll be at, you'll be able to regulate those cravings a lot more the longer you stay sober. Yeah. And like they said in the book or the reading, which is, you know, it's a small price to pay initially, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and then, um, and then if you do tend to, you know, start finding yourself replacing, like really replacing, you know, your, um, you know, addiction or alcoholism with food, uh, you know, addiction and, and those types of things or overeating, you're going to have to, again, you know, start to deal with that. And that's why, you know, I think, um, you know, we talk about there's there's other programs for those types of things. If you find yourself in that situation, just like I go to other programs for, you know, ACA, like I had to move into ACA for a reason. Um, you know, it wasn't because like, you know, because if it was just addiction and just alcoholism for me, I think that I would have found a, a very proper solution in, you know, the 12 steps of AA. But what happened was, is that in 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 exposing who I really am without alcohol and, and, you know, and, and again, not, I didn't take on a food addiction, but there I am. And I have, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I had some unhealthy action with food early on, but, but in this case, it's like, I, I discovered that I had a much deeper problem and needed to address it with like adult children of alcoholics. And I did that. And so the same thing with like OA or, you know, uh, FA, you know, it's just to go and, and approach that stuff, hit it head on if you decide, you know, that it's a problem. And also, like I talked about, is like seek medical expert, you know, seek, you know, talk to your doctor about that stuff. See what is, you know, out there impossible for you. I mean, it's, you know, different world than it used to be. That's for sure. Well, there's actually like um, there's a medication that is for um, it's an opioid blocker. But it also reduces cravings for alcohol. And one of the like nice little side Side effects, effects, I guess, is that it um, reduces your appetite. 
Mm. And so, so it's naltrexone or Vivitrol. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's, it actually comes formulated in, um, another medication that's like paired with an antidepressant. Um, but you know, that, that might be an option for someone to talk about with their doctor, but, um, it's, yeah, it's interesting. There are different things that'll work for different people, but you know, the, the big thing for me was realizing that alcohol is just a lot of sugar. And so no wonder we, you know, are craving that sugar when we stop it. Yeah. It makes like, a lot of sense. But I was having like a, um, uh, when I first got sober, I was having like, I just a super craving. Right. So I would go down to the fridge and get a soda and just pound a soda. I mean, I was like pounding like cream soda and shit. Yeah, because like, but because, you know, I it would be like, you know, whatever, 11, 12, you know, two in the morning. And then I, you know, because that's normally when my body was metabolizing, you know, all this alcohol. So, and it was like, and it metabolized it's sugar. And that's what my body is craving. My body's like, hey, where did all this sugar go? We want that sugar. My brain is, you know, hey, like, you know. <laughs> put in the sugar <laughs> you know so so for Pour me some sugar <laughs> well maybe that's what that song means <laughs> yeah, yeah so um so yeah i i just go pound like a soda and i just thought it was just really strange like yeah you know, but again that's like one of the habits that i was replacing because that was you know there's, there's the physical action of going down to the fridge and you know, doing that stuff instead of like mm-hmm. pouring a drink, I'm now pouring a, a soda, which is, and I also got into like doing the soda machines and different flavors and like doing, you know, it, and of course, like, you know, after, I don't know what it was, three, four months, I got rid of it all. But, um, you know, because it was like, because those, you know, you start to like level out and you start to moderate mm-hmm. and you start to like go, okay, like water or tea is good here. <laughs> you, know, or, you, know, you start getting some variety in there too, you know? So, well, I think, I think that's, you know, what is sip something gooey? What is, what is Um, something gooey that you would sip? I'm just want to, just curious. Any ideas? Syrup. (laughs) I just think that it's so weird. It's like, what are you going to sip that's gooey? I have not, you know. Jello. I I just can't think of something that I would sip that is gooey. It just, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, well, it, to to each their own. You know, I'm sure the author of this was like just trying to get you know imaginative <laughs> about, <laughs> about yeah, just keep your options open. Sip something gooey. <laughs> um, so, so, so I I guess um well let's talk about um let's talk about quickly I guess uh you know um so uh, you know we talk about uh you know all this ingestion and all these sweets and all this other stuff now what about the weight gain did you ever do it my weight gain became to um you know i had uh again i had a lung surgery and then i had covid all within two months and i lost Mm. literally like 30 40 pounds um Mm. and then so now i'm slowly coming back i think to where you know it's been like two years and i'm i'm slowly gaining you know uh in my weight back so i'm i think i'm up to like 155 156 or something um, so what about you? Did you ever like, uh, have to, to, to fight this, this issue or this problem? Yes, absolutely. So, um, well, I initially got sober because I wanted to lose weight. So it was kind of like, 
I stopped drinking because I'm like, I can't get rid of the weight. And then I found out, oh, shit, I'm an alcoholic because <laughs> this is really hard. Um, so when I first got sober, I did drop some pounds. I was going to the gym a lot because I was motivated, you know, to to be healthy and to lose weight. But, you know, when that stopped being my goal and staying sober started being my goal, I definitely started packing on the pounds and, um, I was approached by a patient one time who asked me when I was due and I said, Oh Aww. yeah, I'm not pregnant. Um, I'm just eating good, Aww. but thank you. <laughs> and so yeah, you I know men, just don't, <laughs> don't ever like ask women, like if just don't ever assume, them to yeah, tell just, you, yeah, yeah. Like, just don't do that. Yeah. So you know, that, that, uh, definitely happened to me. Um, you know, the first, probably the first couple of years it fluctuated and, and I did get heavier, but you know, I leveled out and, um, it's what I tell people is I'd rather be fat and happy than skinny and miserable. So, mm. you know, I'll, mm. I'll take fat and happy any day. Um, we should have put that in the book actually. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They should have used that. That, That'd be great. That'd be a great, um, the book just to include that, (laughs) you know, so obviously like, you know, do what's right for you, but you know, just give yourself a break. Like I'm working on all these other things in my life. And if my weight happens to not be one of them at the time, that's okay. I can work Mm -hmm. on it little by little. And you know, I, I don't eat terribly. Um, you know, I, like I said, I've leveled out, but I just feel like, um, your weight should not be your primary concern when you are first getting sober. And I know it is for a lot of people, especially women who already have like maybe an eating disorder, like, um, because that's not uncommon with people who have other psychiatric disorders, Mm -hmm. like, addiction or depression. Um, so do what's right for you, but also just know that it's fucking hard getting sober and it'd be even harder to get sober and have to worry about losing weight on top of that. So if it happens, it happens, but it won't be forever. It's temporary. Yeah. Put, putting all that pressure on those things. I know that for me, um, you know, mine was like a, a work thing, you know, like that's where I was like put all this pressure, like where I needed to like, um, oh, I need to, I need to get my business back now that I'm sober or whatever. And I remember in that first three months, I was like, there was that hesitation to it. I was like, what am I doing? Like, that's going to kill me because that's the shit that was, you know, getting my brain fucked up to begin with. So same thing. I think that there's like pressure behind it in these things that we put on there of like, you know, whether it be work or losing weight or, you know, building relationships back, getting family back, or, you know, we put all this like, you know, pressure on all this other shit. And the truth is, is like, we really just got to do like what you were talking about, like put what's right in front of us. That is the most needed thing to be addressed, you know? So let's prioritize some shit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, you know, um, let's put out the fire first and then we can start painting the fucking, you know, uh, you know, living room after we clean the the other messes up. So, um, yeah, I think that's really important to say. So, all right, Chica. Well, 
well, oh, sorry. let me just let me just say like there's one thing I I wanted to mention is I saw a post in Silver Pod Live from Phil this week and he said he just gave like a tip, you know, do you ever buy like a bunch of produce or like healthy food and then you know, before you know it you're throwing it all out. Um, and I was like, yes, that would be me. <laughs> and um, he's like, only buy enough food for your meal, you know, because mm-hmm. then you're not you're not just tossing out things and wasting money. And mm-hmm. so, you know, if someone's looking for ways to um, maybe like financially be able to eat healthier, just buy what you need for one meal. Um that way you're not wasting things and maybe it'll get you into a habit of going to the grocery store every couple of days. Um, so just, just a side note. Thanks Phil for that helpful tip. Yeah. Thanks. Banging bod Phil. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone knows it'd be banging bod (laughs) Phil. Yeah. All right. Yo, well, I think we've, 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 uh, We've talked about this enough, but um, uh, Chelsea, thank you for tolerating my technical difficulties earlier on. Uh, <laughs> I hope that you know didn't impact our. It, it really was, you know, having technical difficulties as well as a new environment, as you know, just in the morning. Boy, it really just kind of <laughs> made for a weird start to this episode. That's for sure. So, well, I I hope everybody has a. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, uh, I didn't even say it. You know, we are part of the Friends in Recovery, uh, you know, network. So this is the Fire Network, um, and uh, what we are attempting to do is to get other like-minded people uh, who are all headed in the same direction, so we can kind of do some some shared. Um, I guess networking, advertising, right? You know, so we can you know spread our message across other people. And I do want to welcome um the Recovery Pod. Uh, they are a uh podcast. I think they come out of a treatment center, but they uh, the Recovery Pod uh, approached us uh this like whatever last week uh, and wanted to connect and be a part of the Fire Network, which I thought was awesome. So if that you are cool. looking for a new podcast, yeah, you can um. You can go uh, in there, uh, do interviews, you know, uh, I mean, I mean uh, like, you know, we, like we all do. Uh, so, um, so go visit the recovery pod, um, not the recovery podcast, the recovery pod. I think there's, this, let me look it up here. I think it's the recovery pod.com. Uh, um, but I want to make sure so I don't like, you know, put it out there. I, that would be like I wonder really if weird. they, did they like get get their name recovery pod from sober pod. Cause that would be cool. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, either way they, um, uh, I don't even know if that's them or not, to be honest. So I would, I would just, I would look them up on your favorite podcast network uh, or aggregator, but either way. Uh, so they'll also be listed on, you know, when we actually get our site up, when we get the fire network site up, uh, everybody will be listed on there uh, under the uh, the network page, and so that'll be awesome when we start doing that. Um, do you have anything to to share with the with the fun ex party people? Um, don't be an idiot with fireworks. Um, yeah, sober or drunk, just fireworks are dangerous. Remember that. Remember if you if you light it 
somebody's gonna write it. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna. <laughs> it's like uh, if you flick it, they will tick it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that goes for you girls too. <laughs> oh <my laughs> anyway, so <laughs> oh so uh, so I guess that's it. That's all. That's all she wrote. That's the end. Did you notice that I cussed less on this episode? Um, no, but. I would like to know how many times I actually cussed on this episode. I wish there was a cuss counter. Should we should we should have a cuss counter, really? <laughs> That's too little, much work. Little ding <laughs> goes off every time we cuss. <laughs> ding. You know? Yeah, that is way too much work. All right, party people, ex-party people. I think that is it. I think we are out of here. I say stay active, stay sober, and then you say... Deuces. Deuces, okay. That's it. Laters. Laters.